Today, we're going to talk about mobile news applications. Lots of excitement in this space. We're going to talk about the old, the new, and what's next. Mobile news apps really, yeah, it's actually an interesting space. Believe it or not, um, the mobile news application concept that really uh, was spearheaded or in a, you know where most of the innovation came from originally was the Flipboard uh, iPad application that um, you know then they had a form factor for iPhone I'm not sure which was first but Flipboard really brought sort of an interesting spin on news consumption or article consumption that was uh, targeted to the interests that you have but also uh, increasingly sort of understood what you were reading and served up more interesting content that you could subscribe to and just keep reading. But the thing that makes it more interesting than, you know, just reading text about a, uh, a particular topic is that it's presented in a way that's almost magazine-like. It, it uh, shows you uh, a great headline. It shows you a hero image uh, that entices you to click into the article, and then you're off to the races when you do so. Um, all of those are coming from uh, different sources. Obviously, there's uh, there's no direct Flipboard content. It's it's all from uh, uh, other publishers, and um, you know by content it is uh, serving up, or by uh, topic it's serving up the content that's most relevant to you. So Flipboard really, uh, you know, got a lot of people excited about consuming their news in a different way as they made their way from. Uh, reading articles, um, you know, just in web format on news sites. And then when they went to their mobile device, they needed a different form factor that uh, targeted the content in a way that was um, easy to consume. But also, um, again, you know, as you're sort of flipping through in a very short period of time, some key articles that you want to read, you want to do that um, by the most relevant topics. You don't want to necessarily have to do what you do with a massive news site or a, a newspaper or magazine in the old days um, by sort of paging through until you got to what you found. You have a brief few moments to spare catching up on your news, and um, so heavily targeted personalized uh, is, is super important. So, so that's sort of, I would say, at least where I view things started. Um, Apple then, a, a few iOS releases ago, um, put out their news app, which actually, you know, at first glance, I was like, oh, this is sort of a, a sort of a copy on some of the, the other things like Flipboard, but actually they've done some really nice things with it. It's, uh, it's my go-to way to consume news first on my phone. Um, I'll spin through the articles on Apple News. Um, it really gives me about, it seems like every day it gives me about maybe 40 to 50 articles, and then I'm um, you know, I'm caught up for the day. It doesn't try to overserve uh, content and make me spin through an endless array and make me feel like I'm, um, you know, always needing to go back there. If I if I do one, uh, maybe two visits a day, I'm I'm pretty much through the key content. That's not to say there's not a ton of content out there that I'd love to read, but it's it's doing a pretty good job of uh, finding the stuff or pushing the stuff to me that I'm interested in. Um, one recently that I've really enjoyed is called Laser-like. Um, it is a similar sort of concept, um, but I think it does uh, the, the targeting of content in an interesting way. You connect it with your Twitter account or Facebook or, or uh, any of those, 
Um, I connected it to Twitter and, and it figured out the content that I was interested in just by what I, what I was subscribed to or following and um, what I was reading. So it serves up the content in a really nice way. It's really clean and crisp. Um, I, think it's, uh, I think it's worth checking out if you haven't checked out Laserlike. Um, a new spin, which is, um, I, I just signed up yesterday, so I can't say that I've uh, had the full experience yet or actually had any experience other than signing up, is called SIP. Um, what SIP does is it will present you a notification of a story, um, and then you click into it and read it. So it, on iOS, it'll give you um, a similar sort of look and feel to any other notification, but it will, and I don't know how it does it yet because all I did was signed up, so I don't know... Um, I didn't connect it with any of my uh, accounts, so I'm curious how it's going to target content. Um, be, be honest with you, I've got to uh, research that a bit more just because I haven't uh, just signed up yesterday. I don't have uh, any of those notifications coming to me yet. Um, obviously, there's Medium. That's user-generated content, um, although there are uh, large outlets that are writing content uh, for Medium. That is, uh, that's a nice look and feel as well. That is a nice experience. Again, it's more targeted um, or more oriented to user-generated content versus the big publishing houses that are that are pushing uh, major stories. Um, and then there's the good old Twitter, right? So the, the Twitter news consumption or, or topic uh, uh, following is, um, is still a great experience on Twitter. It's a great way to spin through. That thing that I would say is if you have been on Twitter for a long time and you, you know, have followed a bunch of uh, different uh, folks and, and agencies for a while, you probably have buildup, which means that your signal-to-noise ratio is uh, not quite optimized. Um, it, I, I need to go through and do a cleaning because I'm still um, not finding uh, a ton of... I have to spin through a lot of Twitter content to find the stuff that's relevant um, uh, versus, you know, if I get a brief few moments to catch up on Twitter, um, you know, really getting a lot of really good content. So that's one that you, you've got to manage a bit better. Their algorithm tries to serve up the best stuff, but um, it still uh, doesn't do a tremendous job, at least from my perspective and my usage pattern. Um, not to say that I have good housekeeping for my uh, my, my uh, uh, personas that I'm following. And then there's the good old email digests. Um, all of the things that I just mentioned have some form of a digest uh, that will send you an email on whatever frequency, typically daily, um, that just gives you a brief few articles that if you didn't get a chance to go uh, catch up via the app, uh, you can catch up via the digest. And the skim is interesting just from the perspective is that the... the um, the, the story uh, that they write, the, the sort of uh, tone that they take is really interesting. It's amusing. It's not your typical um, highbrow uh, news tone. Um, it is definitely more weekend language and fun and funny, almost satirical. Um, but it definitely does keep you up to date on the latest uh, news of the world in a really fun way. So check out the skim if you haven't. And then Medium and uh, Flipboard, all of these will will do a daily digest um, if you didn't get a chance to check that out. And each of those are pretty nice. They're well formatted, easy to read on the mobile, and um, just a great way to to stay in touch. So that's my quick overview of the the news app space. It's um, it's definitely uh, an area that's getting a lot of attention. If you go look in the app stores, 
Um, there are a ton and ton of these news applications, but lots of focus on a, a few particular ones um, that get featured all the time because they have so many users and uh, such great feedback. So that's my view on, on news apps. Uh, we'll talk on a future episode about how we at Accenture are, are uh, creating uh, a news app and articles targeted to that news app for really easy uh, consumption of, of news and things that people should know as they're out on the road. And um, so we'll talk about that soon. Thanks for catching up on another episode and uh, we'll talk next time.